This is Let Your Voice Be Heard, right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. Did I mention that we also bangs hard body with scatter radio? Oh, we Yes, and I yes, love it. I you love know it why? Too. Because the other day when I was in D.C., I was taking the Amtrak over there, and I listened to the entire show on scatter radio because I missed it, and I thought you guys had a pretty crappy show without me. <laughs> but obviously, that's because I'm not there, and you cannot help that. But if you want to get down with scatter radio and do your own little podcast, you can do that as well, or you can just donate us some money here at WHCR. HCR. So if no you, correlation between the that two. That is perfect correlation. No, there isn't. All right. You know what? You're a hater, Selena, and you're a racist towards Scatter Stop Radio it. and no, WHCR. Stop it. No, no, no. But anyways, yeah, like definitely check out Scatter Radio at scatterradio.com or check us out at Let Your Voice Be Heard, um, com, and you can click on the Scatter Radio ad over there, and you look extra cooler when you do it from our website <laughs> because that's the way we roll. And I'm done with the free promos. Are you? Maybe. Maybe. I was going right. to say, we're having so much fun here, mm-hmm. um, but maybe a little too much fun. We're like too much fun? <laughs> 20 minutes into the segment. I'm like, this is really long loose roundup. <laughs> and I look, I'm like, 12, 13. Something's weird. I look, I was like, oh, we were supposed to. <laughs> Dad. Alyssa Jackie, please come next week. Alyssa is having a panic attack right now. She knows we're late. She's scratching herself right now. Scratching I'm, herself? Yeah, like the crackhead scratch when you know something's wrong. Oh, okay. That didn't yeah. sound right at first. Ew, what are you thinking about? <laughs> Yo, right. get your life together, It didn't Selena. sound right. Speaking of things that do not sound right, guys, have you heard about the current unemployment rate in America? It is 5.1%. That is oh, the yes. lowest it has been since, mm-hmm. I think, 1999. Mm. That is how long it's been this low when president obama was first elected he said he would cut the depth the um, unemployment rate in half at that time it was 7.7 at its height it was 10.5 10 10% of americans at least that were being documented were unemployed and we know that real number was probably around 16 to 20% but at this point now, we have a 5.1% unemployment rate. We're gaining, on average, about 150,000 jobs per month. And New York is voting to raise wages for fast food workers. We have other states who are raising wages for workers between 10 and $15 an hour. Everything is amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone has health insurance. We are winning, right? Right, Selena? Maybe. Right? Exactly. We are winning, right? <laughs> no. Not at all. So... Despite all these great things, um, Barack J. Kwan, who's saying Obama dropping his mixtape Dirty Sprite 4, and <laughs> him telling us that the economy is in good shape, we are actually in a lot of trouble. So even though J. Kwan, who's saying Obama, claims that we are good, here is what's actually happening. So there was a report done by the um, U.S. Census, and I think it was reported on by the New York Times. And what it tells us is that nearly 9 million people gained health insurance last year, lowering the ranks of uninsured people to 10.4% of the population, which is the lowest it's been in a long time. But Mm -hmm. there was no statistical significant change in income for the typical American household in 2004. Actually, there hasn't been a change in income, which means there hasn't been a growth in like Average income since 1999. Mm. What a surprise. That's also when the, the unemployment rate was at its lowest, 1999. <laughs> so, as we know, the median household income in the U.S. was $53,660 last year. The average American makes that. Where? 
I don't know. I'm not seeing that many coins. Are you, Selena? Just you are, Stanley. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> you know that I'd be out here talking about how much I make. <laughs> I don't see that many coins, all right? I don't. I you don't. see that many coins? I mean, I don't really want to say. You don't, don't say because you might get chose out here. I we might. got some female listeners and some male <laughs> listeners looking for a bull. Yeah, You're going to get some un- almost a company <laughs> after the show. And, since, okay. and we also know the U.S. poverty rate. It hovers around 14.8%, which means we have about 46 million Americans who are living in poverty. If you don't believe me, just go to Washington, D.C., where there are a string of homeless people living right across the street from the White House that they just have to push away to the side when they're taking photo ops. Or go to San Francisco, where the average price of rent is $3,000 a month, and you have just an entire portion of the neighborhood, which is just for homeless people. And they have sections, so for the homeless, for the drug addicts, and for the mentally ill. And they don't have homes. They're just outside by the beach, just chilling. Mm. Yes. Remind that, me to get started on that. Yes, yes, yes. About 10% of households had incomes above $157,480 last year, while 5% had incomes above 200000 At the other end of the spectrum, 10% of households had incomes less than $12,280, and you know you had to make at least $11,000 a year to file for taxes. Yes. Hold on. So if you make less than that, you don't have to file for taxes? No, because you don't make enough money. That's, That's why when you were in school and you were working that part-time job at Macy's, that was me, and you made $2,000 <laughs> for the year, the government was like, just go just away, go it. away. Yeah, you don't, we don't need <laughs> you that. You can keep that. And we also know that poor people, even if you're not paying taxes from your job, you pay taxes every single day because you pay for things and you pay taxes there. And because you might have to buy something from the store, and you pay taxes there. And you probably can't afford health insurance, so you're paying lots of taxes there, and et cetera, and et cetera, and so on and so forth. The pay gap between men and women has mm. changed little. So women are still making 79 cents on the dollar, yep. but they actually went up 1%. They were making 78 cents in 2007. Uh-huh. African-American women are making 59 cents on every dollar that American males are making. And African-American males are making 82 cents on the dollar compared to their white counterparts. Latino women are making 68 cents on a dollar. So we still have all these huge income yes. inequality disparities and the economy is all screwed up. Or at least that's what this report is saying. So what I want to do is have a conversation about what the hell is happening, where are we, and why are so many people extremely poor? Mm. And because we are in New York, and this is just one of the easiest places for me to talk about because I live there, I'd like to bank that conversation within New York and, and jump around a bit. If you are listening, please call in. Give us your feedback. Give us your input. Tell us what you think we should be doing, and we will take that unless you talk about cats in the hotel humping like Philip did. That was really oh, no. weird. It was. I don't think we're going to talk about that again. And if you want to do that, the number is 212-650-6903. Again, that is 212-650-6903. Or you can tweet us at BeHerd underscore radio. So I'm going to start this off with one of my favorite conversation points, and that is if you get a college degree, you will make more money. You will do better mm. in life. Scott Walker, during the presidential debate, he said, why are we worrying about raising the minimum wage? We should be trying to improve education. And because I just don't seem to have any kind of like cause, I'm going to pull you into this conversation. (laughs) So come close to the mic. We're going to have your voice be heard in this conversation as well. And I want to start with Selena Hill, who, um, and she's... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it went so far. Yes, yes, yes. She's like, you guys speak to the mic. The mic in my face. Kevin, look at the mic. (laughs) Yes, Selena is very abusive. She punches me all the time. Sometimes. So now, the college degree for better jobs. Um, I'll tell my story. We all know my story at this point. I've been there three years. But we'll start with you, Selena. College degree. Have you seen the correlation with jobs in that? Oh. Oh. I said your name four times. You can't be surprised. (laughs) Of course not. Of course not. 
And I just want to say this um, again. It is it is a dream, right? So the American dream is if you go away to college, then you get your degree, then you can get a good stable job, you can move out of your parents' home, you can start working, you can start to to live your family, but it, and you can start to make a life for yourself. But it doesn't take into account all of the student debt that so many Americans across this country are suffering from, and that prevents them from buying homes, from moving out, from starting a family, from from really living life and even getting married right so even if you get that college degree it's hard to really progress um, mm. when you have this burden on your back and you have Sally Mae constantly harassing you for this money and you can have a good job but when I mean, you have to give all of that money back especially when you're like tens of thousands of dollars in debt it's hard for you and they don't prepare you and they don't really say anything about that and we do have a problem and issue when it comes to college tuition but just that like my just with my personal story I mean I work in media and as soon as I, you know, got my BA, they were like, oh, great. You have a bachelor's degree. You can intern here. You know how much we're going to give you? Nothing. We don't even give stipends. You're going to work 50 hours a week. And then I had to work on weekends just to make money. Right. So I did that for a couple months. Then I had to intern at another place to work my way up. And it became the norm. It was like and I have so many friends, especially in media, who have their bachelor's degrees, who continue to just intern because they take advantage. It's like the, the economy and the market is oversaturated. You have, and I've spoken to HR officials. They told me I've went through 700 resumes to get to yours, Selena, and you've made it out of a pool of 2,000, Selena. And I'm like, oh wow, that's great. But so, so what are the what are the benefits from this job? Oh no, it's, it's a fellowship. So that means you get about 30,000 a year, or it's an internship, it's free, or it's entry level, you get about 35. And it's like, what? So wait, so when yeah. they, you do get the job, like the pay is good, right? Oh, I, I no, <laughs> I, I don't think. I know I don't. I I think that it, I think that it's hard, and I think that with especially like with media and with journalism, and even if you want to go the corporate route, like I have friends who are, are very skilled at what they do, and they work at the big name companies, NBC, NBC, um, NBC and ABC, et cetera, but they make like 30000 35 and it's still a struggle for them. They have, you know, they have everything, and they did everything they were supposed to do, and it's like the hardships just keep coming, and it's just, I don't know, I feel like this is a unique generation, right? It's, it's, it's very different from our parents. We're all going after our dreams, and we're all told to just keep working hard and be persistent and one day you'll make it and it's like when does that one day come well kevin can you <laughs> damn selena <laughs> struggle city <laughs> it's like after all those internships we're gonna offer you a job how would you like nine dollars an hour with no benefits <laughs> for 60 hours a week <laughs> it's like i'll take it <laughs> salome clearly i hope salome any Lord. representatives aren't listening because yeah, i see that 1-800 number. number i'm like uh, <laughs> she um, tweets me stop she, it. no i'm um, serious i i've screenshot a tweet she, she's like hey silly why are you ignoring us i'm like she wrote why are you ignoring us <laughs> yes i can't talk about my feelings yeah. with sally may Go my ahead, girlfriend man. got mad who's sally may mm-hmm. but no see see i'm gonna turn my hat backwards because it's, it does it upsets me for college because i feel like College can be beneficial, but I feel like we're just we're focusing on the wrong things or the wrong use of college because we go saying get an education and with that education, you're going to have a good job. But people fail to realize that college should be used to find your niche or your passion. It's not even about receive this education and go through the process and be robotic and then be robotic and do something that you don't really want to and get a nine to five job. And when you're working that nine to five job, you're going to be happy. But if you're doing things that where your heart isn't really in it, it's pointless. So to get a college degree because it sounds good, 
because it's a plaque that you could put on your wall, mm-hmm. because it's a bachelor's degree or a master's degree, but you're doing something that you're not really passionate about, pointless. Yeah. So I feel like college, this, when you said, um, can college, you go to college and you get a good job, it can be that way if you focus on what college, the real purpose of college. Yeah. Use it to find your passion. Use it to find what you really believe in. Use it to discover yourself and then go into the field that you want to be in. Well, Selena did that, and she's getting paid $2 an hour. So what does that mean? Come on. But how do you feel? (laughs) (laughs) She feels broke, but how do you feel? Do you feel happy? Nah, she feels broke. (laughs) I I actually have a tweet coming in from um, Be Heard Chris. Want me to read it while you take that call, Stanley? All right, right. We love Be Heard Chris. Um, So he wrote, I worked in journalism and left the field to make a decent wage. I, I'm working as a farmer copy editor to make money. Hashtag be heard. I mean, Chris, I can relate. Like, I went to school for journalism. I graduated from media communications. And I've seen so many um, people I know, my friends and affiliates who are just like, look, I, I can't. I'm not getting paid. And they finally make it to those big name companies. Like, whether it's Bad Boy or CBS. And it's still like you're working for pennies. And the companies are just exploiting these young workers and us, especially if you're just like a recent college grad, because they can. And it's just unfair. And again, I feel like it's something that I don't know if this has been going on for, you know, a generation before us, but it seems like it's happening with such prevalence now. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can only really talk to the experiences that we have. That's right. why I'm, I'm, I'm basing it off of the college conversation because we all obviously are college educated women and men, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think we have a caller, so I'm going to toss it to Selena for a second. Oh, the caller hung up. But, anyways, okay. um, I, I do think it's important to talk from experience. And as someone who has worked in the nonprofit industry since he graduated from college, one of the things that you see, and I saw that smile. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nonprofits. I could go all yeah. day about and this. Like, so, first of all, before we talk about the industry, let's talk about the cost of living. The cost of living has consistently gone up since 1999. Mm-hmm. And in New York specifically, when Bloomberg came into office, he was really big on development. So all of a sudden now we have all these additional high-rises. We have these condo companies. We have these real estate people coming in. And it's great for that industry. It's great for construction. It's great for the real estate industry. It's great for people who have money to invest into these huge buildings. But it's not necessarily great for everyone else. No, you know, you're absolutely right. And I think that especially here in New York City, where the cost, especially in Manhattan, like the cost, uh, the cost of living is just continuing to rise. But we don't see minimum wage rising. Right. I know that, they, that we finally did get some progress across the nation and um, on, on even on a federal level, but it's still not enough. Like there's a difference between raising minimum wage and then giving people the opportunity to have a living wage. Um, you know, when we look at fast food workers who really started this movement around raising the minimum wage and talking about how they can't survive the cost mm-hmm. of living. And they're not teenagers. They're not recent grads. I think mm-hmm. the average age for a fast food worker is 28 right now. Yeah, and they have bachelor's degrees. Yeah. You're af- <laughs> yeah. I started off after I got my bachelor's in retail because yeah. I was interning and I had to work to make money. Yeah, I was working at Macy's. After you, after you got your bachelor's? Yeah. I worked at Macy's until I found my job. Granted, I was one of the lucky few who found a job a month after he graduated, but that's because I started my job hunt like aggressively. And mm-hmm. also, I, ha- I knew a lot of people in the social justice movement, so it was a little bit easier to navigate. Right. But that was still luck, and the pay was still egregiously <laughs> poor. Um, and and like, when, like the cost of living as, as high as it is now, where maybe back in 1990, you could make 20 eight to thirty thousand dollars a year and have your own place and live comfortably and you can no longer do that but guys we do have a caller on the line no 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 we don't have a call on the line sorry about that miss q 
Um, Stanley, I'm just saying, like, please just give us more of your conclusion, final words, and just bring it home for us. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that cue meant. Oh, man. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, no, no, but Stanley, you have a lot to say on this issue, and, yeah. you know, we, we want to hear that. All right. In two minutes, right? <laughs> All right. So, guys, um, unfortunately, we had to wrap this conversation up. However, I will say to you that the economy has shown growth, but the problem is it is not reaching the people it needs to reach. And there are a couple of reasons for that, but I will just hit you with three of them. One, it, you, to pay for college now, you have to pay for it with loans. There's not enough financial aid out there. Two, the inflation for the price of college has college has gone up exponentially with no kind of like, you know, oversight or like bang for your buck. And three, the destruction of unions. All these people who are upset because they think unions are bad. Unions are the reason we got the five day work week. Unions are the reason that we had the hour lunch break, even though depending on where you go, you don't have that hour lunch break. And unions are the reason that we had such a strong economy for so long. And some people get mad at unions, but the, it's the union's job to protect the interests of the worker. And we got to make sure we're fighting for that. Selena? Really quickly, Stanley. So the thing is, you know, the Census Bureau report came out. You gave us the stats and the statistics about where our country stands when it comes to income and poverty, which is stagnant. I mean, we have did we did get a lot of progress when it comes to health insurance, thanks to the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. But I, I wanted to ask you, Stanley, what do you think? the country needs to do. I mean, we had Republicans like Rand Paul saying we need to stop treating the symptoms of poverty um, and we need to help people move from welfare to work. And to him, I mean, it sounds good, but his goal, I mean, his plan of action is to literally cut food stamps and government entitlement programs and things that won't help. So what So what is, you know, are, are you on board with that solution or what, what is the solution? Well, he's right that we have to stop treating the, the symptom and get to the core of it, but his plan for it is absolutely wrong and what needs to happen is additional training you have to like pump more resources into these communities you have to reinvest into these low-income communities that don't seem to have businesses or small businesses until some white kid from missouri wants to come to new york or to um chicago or san francisco and all of a sudden now they can start a uh, artisanal cupcake company that no one who lives in that community can afford except for their new white friends so we really have to change the way that we fund these communities we have to include real training into these unemployment programs not just have somebody come into a room and sit there for an hour so they can get a metro card and their welfare check that week, which, which is what some places in New York actually do. And stop criminalizing people who are poor. No one wants to be poor. It's not fun not knowing where your next meal is coming from. Right. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I, it just brought me back to that New York Post article. Well, well no, not, um, there was there was some coverage um, about how the de Blasio administration was mm. taking pictures of the homeless. It was the NYPD. NYPD taking pictures of the homeless. And I'm like, they're homeless. They have hit rock bottom. It doesn't get any lower than that. Yeah. And we're just criminalizing them as well. But on that note, we do have to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk to Kevin St. Pierre. Yes. We're going to do the Dreamer and Doer series right here and Let Your Voice Be Heard. So don't go anywhere. I want to play a song since I come to my whole segment. 